Yo, how is everybody today? I am Dre. This is the Aim High Podcast, hosted by the CDB Multimedia Network, where you can catch the Susio Boys Podcast, Shogun Soccer Sit Down, Aim High, yes, this one, the Dre Lags Podcast, a different angle with Kyle and Rod, four corners of commentary. Am I missing anything? Oh, yeah, Susio Sports. Uh, all those, we are a multiverse of multi-podcasts. This week is fantastic because I'm joined by not just one, but two, yes, count them two guests today. Wale, I'm going to need you to chill out. Hold on, Wale, I'm going to need you to, I'm going to need you to settle down. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, so I'm Dre, and uh, those of y'all that are going to see this on YouTube will get to recognize that you're uh, seeing Victoria one of the uh, wrestlers who I used to coach. And also, down below, you're going to see Kyle. Uh, Kyle, uh, we'll start with you uh, yep. first. Just tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus, throat's all messed up. Caught me on a <laughs> day. <clears throat> I wasn't meant to do anything today. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kyle G, a.k.a. K-Marvel. If you can see it on the screen, you know, if you're watching it. Uh, I am the co-host of A Different Angle podcast with my brother Rodney Harris, which is another mental health podcast on the CBD network, um, CDB, excuse me. Uh, and uh, I am also one-fourth of the Four Corners of Commentary, which is a wrestling podcast, but we're also nerds at heart, nerds, if you will. So we talk wrestling, comics, and video games and all that good stuff. Uh, me, man, I'm just a per- I'm a father, fiancé, I don't know what else to say, brother, son, psycho i don't know man i'm <laughs> overall just me uh but yeah man enough about me let's get to your guest oh yes victoria tell the people about yourself hi um i wrestled at pine creek high school and dre was uh, my coach my first uh, my freshman year but actually i had surgery my first year so i didn't get to coach but i was you know there with him watching him coach and everything um, I'm a college wrestler now. I wrestle at Hastings, Nebraska. Um, I won state my senior year. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, as you guys can tell from like how she talks, Victoria's a very happy person. <laughs> uh, she like one thing I always remember about her is just how much she smiles and how much like you know you can always tell when she's in the room. Because you know she's either laughing or she's smiling, which is, which is great. Um, and you know, uh, Victoria, with you having um, gone on to wrestle in college, I think if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but although your freshman year where you ended up having surgery, that was the last year that uh, girls were able to compete with guys. The years that followed were um, when the girls had their own division. But growing up, you were no stranger to wrestling guys and girls. So what was that switch like for you? Um, I, I mean, I, I, it wasn't really like much of a difference to me. Uh, in middle school, like my club had girls in it, but I, it also had like a couple had some girls and majority guys um when I had surgery my freshman year yeah that was the last year they had girls wrestling guys um 
but I still wrestled that club where there, I did wrestle a lot of guys. Um, but I mean, I didn't really think anything different from wrestling girls and guys. Guys were just stronger. And, and she yeah. dominated them anyway. <laughs> Damn right. No, oh no! Nah, listen, I've seen her. I, I saw her wrestle some some dudes. They ain't want it with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, this see. is why I only watch pro wrestling. Because <laughs> I'm good. You're good on that. <laughs> nah, um, so Victoria, what for you with um your wrestling <laughs> career in high school? What was like the biggest challenge you faced, and then like in college now so far, what's the biggest like I guess adjustment that you're finding? Um, so in high school, I think my hardest year was my junior year. Um, I think because like my sophomore year, it was after I had surgery, and like I did pretty well for coming out of surgery but I think like my junior year I had a high expectation for myself of winning state and I think I just let it get to my head too much um but now that now going through that like I realized like I just can't let things get to me too much like I just kind of have to go with the flow and be happy with whatever I get um in college I think the hardest adjustment is just being home like away from home um, even though I, I'm far, but not too far, I'm like a six hour drive away, but it's still kind of like, I can't be at home. And I think the hardest is like the cafeteria food is, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> well, and being a wrestler, she, she can't just eat whatever she wants. Cause she's got to make weight. Yeah. Well, sometimes the food in the cafe isn't that great of food to eat. So I'm like, Oh, what should I eat? Oh, <laughs> uh, Kyle, you got a question? Um, I wasn't ready yet. Uh, all right. I guess my one of my questions would be, what was the, what is the reception that, or was, I guess you should say, because you're not wrestling men anymore, right? Yeah. So how was that? Like going or people asking you, hey, what are some of your hobbies or what do you do? Are you in any clubs or whatever the case may be? And go, well, I wrestle and I can expect to be like, oh, that's cool. But yeah, but I'm wrestling men and mm-hmm. winning you know so how was how was the reaction to people uh when you first introduced that to them um i mean some usually older people they're really like uh like just kind of like oh wow like that's awesome and mm. i mean it's usually like they're usually just they seem like oh wow like that's odd like just like saying like you know that's great and i mean some people are really like impressed by it, but I mean, I just, I just kind of do whatever. I don't really <laughs> care much if it's girls or guys. I mean, I, I do think if I wrestle guys, I try harder than girls just because mm-hmm. like, with guys, sometimes, you know, there, there's no way I could stand a chance against certain people. And so in that way, I'm like, oh, like I have nothing to lose, like whatever. But with girls, it's kind of, I'm a bit more competitive about it. Right. So, yeah. I remember uh, we were at the we were at the, the state tournament, and I think Victoria and Alicia and uh, uh, Aaliyah were sitting next to me because we were watching. This is the last year when the girls were able to wrestle guys, so this was um, the state tournament, and um, 
Colorado history was made because for the first time in the history, 84 years of the Colorado State Wrestling Tournament, um, two women placed. Um, um, But here's the reason why I was kind of kicking up a fuss. So there was a guy from uh, TCA, and he is undefeated his whole year. But he ended up going 0-2 and exiting the tournament because his first match – his first round of matchup was going to be against a girl. I do not know what school she's from. She uh, was, from. was it Jasmine Gallegos? Yep. There you go. Yeah. He forfeited. And, and his reason for forfeiting was that he did not believe that it was proper for men to be physical with women in that way. So he forfeited to her on the front side of the bracket. And then on the back side of the bracket, where he could have wrestled back and got third at least, his first matchup was against a girl from a different school. I also don't remember her name. Angel. Uh, I think her name was Angel something. Thank God Victoria's on this freaking show. Seriously. Because I did not know. Angel Rios. Angel Rios. That was her. That is a great pro wrestling name. Like that's like S.A. Rios. If like, she ever he, was, like, if she ever name. went into pro wrestling, she could have used that. Yeah, her real name is like John Cena. You know what I mean? Just use your real name. <laughs> but like, but like, but then again, here's the funny part for how this how this unfolds. If he, while it was, well, I did think it was bullshit, and I'll get into that why that a little bit later. But here's the thing: if you look when looking back at that bracket, if he doesn't, if he doesn't forfeit either of those matches. Those two girls have to wrestle each other, and then only one girl is going to end up placing. But because he forfeited both of those match matches, Colorado history happened. And you know, as much as I like, look, no taking, no taking any credit away from the hard work that those girls, those girls did, those women did. But you know, it's crazy that you know, had he not done that, that just uh, wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, to an extent, right? So, so you bring up the mental health. Let's bring up the mental health side mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can understand the thought process of I don't feel like it's proper to put my hands on a woman, right? It's understandable. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that coin, you're in a competition. Yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, because I've done martial arts competitions and I've had to fight against women. Or girls or whatever, because I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a teenager at the time. I, my knees are bad now. Um, <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> um, but, you know, it. I wasn't going to back down because it is what it is. This is the competition. This is what this is what the competition brings. So you go in to win, period. Now, granted, I understand also, you know, there are people on the outside that look in they're like, oh, well, they shouldn't have women facing men and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but once again, if this is if these are the rules and regulations and they're allowing it then it is what it is, (laughs) you know, what I mean, yeah, well, and, you know, because, again, you know, Victoria, you haven't wrestled in this era of of that. Because, like, you know, the girls wrestling in high school, now they're never going to have to experience that. Yeah. Like, you know, because I, I think even now in, like, the club level, it's separated. But, like, you haven't been through there, you know, the and, and like, from my background with wrestling when I was in high school, because I've had to wrestle girls when I was wrestling in high school, the mentality 
Now, again, this is a stupid mentality and people, but, you know, think this shows how much things have evolved now. But the mentality was always wrestling a girl is lose-lose. Because if you win, mm. okay, well, you just beat a girl. If yeah. you lose, well, you just got beat by a girl. By a girl, right. But for you, what's the flip side of that coin like? Because, you know, it's it, like, what's it like in your side of that equation? Um, uh, I would say, like, I mean, I would kind of say it's like a, not a win-win, but kind of in a way. Like, whenever I lose, I just, every time I would lose to a guy, I think it helped me. Uh, realize more flaws in like some of my wrestling like oh because I think guys like they make you move a lot more like mm-hmm. than girls they're a lot more fast-paced and obviously stronger and I think like some girls are a lot more technical than guys so that was usually only my real advantage if I was to wrestle guys just being technical so I think because of that like I feel like I am kind of a technical wrestler I'm very technically sound um, but like, you know, if I was to win against the guy, obviously like everyone's kind of like, Oh, that's awesome. You know, like very happy about it or like they're more excited know. because he's a male yeah. instead of just, no, you're better. You yeah. won because of your skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if I was to lose, they're just more of like, Oh, it's okay. Like it's a guy, you know? Yeah. So yeah. See, it's funny that you bring up the technical side because I have all I as a coach from co- coaching football across wrestling and all that stuff and basketball, I have always held the belief that if you take the ability to be physical out of a matchup between a guy and a woman and you and it's them both having to rely on technique, I've always from just what I've observed with how much attention to detail women athletes pay to technique if it's guy versus girl and it's just technique involved more often than not the guy's gonna lose mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's and and you know that's not even me just like saying that like it's just it from what i've observed like and even if you watch like professional like women's basketball or mm-hmm. like women like women's like lacrosse or even like honestly with like some of the stuff they do in flag football like their route running and stuff yeah same thing with women's soccer it's very technical yeah (laughs) oh um oh cycling back to what kyle was saying about competition the reason i got upset was just because like for me i like with with state you know you gotta win your you gotta win at least three to four matchups to qualify Mm -hmm. for state and so my belief the reason that I got upset was because I'm like, yo, no, those women showed up. They earned their spot. They had to beat guys to get there. Mm-hmm. They weren't in the only women's bracket. They had to beat guys to get there. They earned their place there. You as a competitor should show them the respect right. that they deserve and give them the match they came there for. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that's his choice, his belief, whatever. Uh, no knock, but that was always just um, my mentality, and that segues into how I operated as a coach. Because you know, I had uh, like during my time at Pine Creek, I had Brittany, I had Rebecca, I had um, Alyssa, and um, I had this one really small girl. Her name was Brandy. So yeah, I <laughs> so I had, I had, I having. Like, I will say having female wrestlers as a coach made me a better coach because mm-hmm. not only not only did I did I have to 
I, I was always careful with my words as a coach, but like, you know, not only did it make me have to be more cognizant of how I addressed people, but also I had to really step out of the mindset of, oh man, I should, I should put all of these girls in one group together so they don't have to wrestle these guys. <laughs> but no, it taught me, it, I had to, I basically had to kind of force the guys that were on the uh, JV team at the time to kind of grow up because like, you know, Brandy is not, she was like 89 or like 90 pounds. The mm -hmm. only person equal to her size was Riley. So Riley kind of had to just get over it and, and deal with it. And then um, Brittany, same situation. The only people she could really wrestle with were like Austin and Colin. And so it was like, Hey, you like, look, they're, they show up to practice. They, their parents pay the fees. They earn their spot, just like you guys. You guys got to kind of um, deal with it. So, like for you, um, where what what would you say your biggest challenges were for ha with like having like male like teammates? Like, what's your, been your biggest challenge? Um, I mean, so far I've had like mostly a great experience with having guy teammates. Like uh, at my club. Uh, the community, I would say they welcome me like family. I think, um, I think with certain guys, maybe sometimes they get a little like jealous in a way, or like, like kind of envious. Cause I, I think the male level is at a really high level, and I think I think the girls are just on the come up of getting like you know becoming a really high level. But um, I know sometimes they're a little bit more upset because I'd get more attention than they would. Yeah. Like, I know my senior year, uh, a couple of the boys I've known from, like, middle school were kind of upset because, you know, I, I did win state, and I got a lot of attention for it. Meanwhile, they wanted to win state, but they didn't quite make that goal, and I think they were just kind of salty about it towards the end of the year, which, you know, it's fine. Like, I understand, but I think sometimes, like, they may may or may not grow a little bit envious of, like, attention-wise, which, you know, like I said earlier, they kind of just got to get over it. Yeah. I mean, it's always right. And that's and that's the that's been the so I'm trying to find the right words to say that's been I guess we'll call it an issue. Right. That's been or the problem. That's been a problem with men. You know, when we were kids, kids growing up, you always hear oh, a girl beat you oh, you can't let the girl beat you. Oh, la, da, da, da. And then when it happens, it's like, oh, well, a girl beat me. And then that that starts to give them that defeatist mentality that mm -hmm. that uh, that, oh, my God, I can't believe that a girl, a woman, whatever, beat me <laughs> at this or whatever the case may be. And and that's what like I don't like using the term grow up or man up because I think mm -hmm. there's some very bad connotations with that. Um, but there is a part where you have to mature and just go, you know what? They work their ass off to get where they're at. And that's where the respect is right there. Yeah. You know, so shout out to you for even winning state. That's thank you. Awesome in itself. Cause I mean, I won trophies, but I damn sure didn't win that. <laughs> okay. So um, I guess my question to you, and I'm gonna flip it a little. We're gonna go like more into the wrestling what's your favorite hold and what's your favorite type of takedown um so uh 
I don't know. There's so many. My favorite takedown is um an arm spin. I like my arm spins. I think they're fun to hit. And when, it, like, it works, it's always just, like, fun to watch. Mm. Um, my favorite hold? Like, you mean pin? Yeah, sorry. Okay. I see. That's the rest. That's the pro wrestling part of me talking. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, you, I, I'd just say like a like a power half. That's usually the most I do. Okay. I usually just do power halves and whatnot. Yeah. Are you willing to hit somebody with a German? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. No, no she's got a she's got a pretty a pretty a pretty uh pretty slick fireman's. I've I've seen that. <laughs> when oh, I hit it, I'm usually scared to hit it, but when I do, it's usually yeah. pretty good. Girl, pop that shoulder. Get the- <laughs> <laughs> okay. A uh, little bit of a goofy question for you. So, best of best of three. Who do you think wins between you and Dragon? Me and Dragon? Oh, I don't think I got best a chance. <laughs> do you think you get a single point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> definitely, I'm ne- definitely not getting off of bottom. <laughs> so, Kyle, little little background. Dragon's another one of the wrestlers that we mm-hmm. that I I worked with when I was at Pine Creek, and he was just so you know how like John Cena or like Cesaro is like freakishly strong. Yes, because that was him. Okay. He just strong. Like I don't understand. I can't remember ever. I think. I think in his entirety of wrestling at Pine Creek in high school, I think he got pinned like one time. Wow. Like like once, maybe twice. But like you just did if he lost, he lost on points. He wasn't about yeah. to lose to you like getting pinned. Like I right. Um, so from a competitive mindset, Victoria, what do you think allows you to kind of have a competitive mindset without necessarily kind of having to bring other people down in order to stay competitive um i don't know i just i'd always at least before a match i'd always remind myself to just really have fun like i think when i really think about being competitive like i just i want i i tell myself like i'm better than this person i work harder but i try not to let it get to my head where like sometimes if i'm too confident i won't do as well as i could So I just try to tell myself to just have fun and, you know, like let myself love the sport because I think a lot of people struggle or they struggle too much on the competitive mindset part where they're like, I need to beat this person, this and that. And like some, I think for me, like I just can't focus on that. I just have to focus on having fun and letting loose and, you know, do whatever I do and win or lose. Like, you know, I'm learning or, you know, I'm learning either way. So speaking of uh mindset, what what um I guess like wh- how do you how do you allow yourself to have a a good mindset? Like um, when it comes to wrestling. And like but more so I'm thinking about like mentally how do you process these setbacks like when you lose a match or when you are just struggling with like a new technique? Uh, I usually, um, <clears throat> uh, usually I, like, I walk away, give my, some time for myself just to, like, you know, soak it in. Sometimes when, during that time, I, like, watch my video to see what I did wrong and what I could do better and, like, talking to my coaches. I, I just, I don't like to, like, dwell on it. Like, I don't like to be one of those people who will, you know, like, let it ruin my day. 
Like, I just kind of, like, I'll be upset about it for a couple minutes, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm still in the tournament. I still got to, you know, get myself up. And I think talking to my coaches, like, I think coaches are a big part. Like, if I just have a coach that's going to keep telling me what I do wrong and nothing and nothing that I do good, then I think that's going to ruin it. But I've had a lot of good coaches in my life who that know how I am. And so, like, you know, they'll tell me good and tell me bad and, yeah. So except Dre, right. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I listen, no, Victoria has seen me be be uh ethically ethically mean to some of the wrestlers. Yeah. Like, well listen, look, it's it's one of those things where like there there there's levels to this shit. And and and, and what, what I mean by that is just like some kids you can talk to them like level and be like down to earth and just be like, hey, look, this is what you need to fix. And then some right. kids, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do boots to asses, like the rock says. So you got some kids need that, but like that's just Absolutely. like how they respond. Mm-hmm. And and you know what was fun is like more often than not, you get the response you're looking for. There, there's a couple kids where like it just there was nothing, there was no method that worked. They whatever i hope they're doing good in life and then there are some kids were like you know like because uh during my time there oh there was always one practice where it was purposely built on being tough because you are mentally supposed like i want you to mentally crack crack i want the tears i want the frustration because in a match you can't lash out and swing on your opponent (laughs) you can't like you can't just walk away from the situation you are forced to deal with it in that moment and you know while victoria was injured her and Aaliyah got to see me kind (laughs) of yell during during practice one day i remember (laughs) log rolls and everything oh god so i'd make them get a group of three and they Mm -hmm. have no yeah i know log rolls are oh -hmm. no but here's how i did it i did a minute 45 seconds, 30 seconds, That's 15. Terrible. And if at any point anyone was dragging behind, we would start back over at a minute. I didn't care where we were. Oh, yeah, and you would have been strong on. That's not. That's... Oh, no. Nah, I thought the whole team was about to stomp Austin out because he, we had gotten to 15 seconds. Now, mind you, this is practice where they've already mm. had to wrestle each other repeatedly. Like they've been wrestling yeah. like nonstop for at least 20 minutes. And this is like towards the end. We get to 15 seconds. Now, I know he was just tired. And I was like, I want to see who's going to break first. And so I was like, we're starting over. Austin's dragging ass. We're starting over. (laughs) And oh, my goodness. The way that everybody looked. (laughs) They looked at him. I thought, thought, oh, I thought somebody was going to grab one of them chairs. (laughs) Yeah, it was so bad. But, but you know, what's funny about that whole story and why I can laugh about it now is like that weekend during that tournament, almost everybody placed. Wow. The the only people that really didn't were people who were in similar weight classes who had to wrestle each other. But you know what's crazy? A lot of times. So, again, this is a little like insider thing that like you know if you haven't wrestled in high school you wouldn't know but you know a lot of times when teammates gotta wrestle each other you know they do something goofy like rock paper scissors and then the loser gets pinned or something like that but no that weekend 
every time somebody showed up with each other, they were wrestling each other. Like they, they were, they were wrestling each other. And like, you know, I feel like because the JV stepped it up to another level, like the varsity who would sometimes practice with these guys had to step it up um, on another level. And so it, it's uh you know it's nice to get to have those kind of um moments uh but victoria we're gonna we're gonna cycle back just a little bit because we're talking about you in the now but we didn't talk about your origin story so like when did you start wrestling like what kind of got you into it so i started when i was uh sixth seventh grade uh seventh sixth grade i actually hated wrestling oh, um, no. dad, so uh we moved from miami um, and so my sixth grade year, so Miami, uh, in Florida, jujitsu was really big. So I did jujitsu yeah. for majority of my life. Damn, and then when we moved to Colorado, jujitsu wasn't as popular. So, um, my dad was like, well, you're going to do wrestling so you can stay in shape and blah, blah, blah. So my dad made me do wrestling with my brother. Um, my sixth year, sixth grade year, I would hide in the closet to not go to practice because they noticed <laughs> so much. And I hated it. I was like, oh, my God, I can't do it. And then my seventh grade year, <clears throat> my dad told me to just do, like, a tournament. And if I liked it, I would uh, – I could keep wrestling. And then um, and then I won my first tournament. Um uh, and then I guess after that, I was like, oh, I really like it now. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> How was – okay, so your dad was the one that introduced you into wrestling. Yeah. How would your mom feel about it? She was fine with it. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. We love Debbie. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Debbie. I, I, I don't know if she's going to hear this, but shout out to Debbie. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty sorry. Good. I love her. That's I love cool. her mom. <laughs> no, I get it. I haven't met her dad too much, but I love her. I freaking love her mom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, but, so, um, what was the moment that made you fall in love with wrestling? Um, I I wouldn't say it was a moment. I just think it was like a lot of the people in the sport that really made me like grow to like love it more. Like, um, I think I just always like. I don't really know when I really loved it, <laughs> but I just knew I just grew to like like it a lot more, and I think the people in it helped that a lot. So, and your jujitsu background definitely, like, obviously helped. Yeah, yeah. It, def- it it helped a lot, like just with like my body awareness, like because mm-hmm. in jujitsu you need to know like where your body is all the time, like if you're leaving your arm out or yeah. just anything like that, because. I mean, you're put in, like, weird positions where if you move the wrong way, you can get your arm, you know, arm barred or right. get poked and whatnot. So, right. so shift weight you, and everything. If you uh, – so, you know, I know the movie just – I know the movie uh, – the newer movie just came out uh, for the Hunger Games. But if you were in the Hunger Games <sighs> – how long do you think you would last? Uh, I don't think I'd last very long. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think I could deal with killing somebody. Or... <laughs> it's like if you was in the purge. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay. So pro wrestling wise, because, you know, Survivor Series is tonight. There's it this, is. There's, there's, there's this uh, team, team deathmatch style match called uh, War Games where, you know, you get you have a group. You have a you have a team of three other people. 
and y'all gotta fight this other team of four other people. And you're in the, you're in this big giant steel cage. So wait, wait, wait. He, and you're, he he's also misplacing I'm skipping something. a lot of rules. <laughs> there is essentially you have a, a team, right, of people. Mm-hmm. There's two rings in the middle, and there's a big cage. Like I don't know if you've heard of the Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. but essentially that's what it's. It, it's think like of a think of it like a cage with a top on okay. it. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. So it's it's a, it's surrounding both rings. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you can See, imagine. I it. know he had to really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'm gonna find a picture of it. I'll text it to you in a second. But um, if you had to pick a team with three other people to go into a match like that with you, uh, who are you picking? Oh. Okay, I'd pick my dad. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Cause he's swinging chairs. Got you. Yeah, swinging chairs. <laughs> um, Billy Gable probably. <laughs> oh God! Shout out to Coach Gable. Coach Gable. Um, Dragon, I guess. Oh yeah, I'm picking Dragon. Dragon. <laughs> if, if I need to pick anybody, I'm taking Dragon. Yeah, I know, right? Like, there you go. I texted you a picture with the cat of what the candle thing looks like. It's it's insane. Oh my gosh, that's huge. That's awesome. See, it's awesome. Yeah, like I said, I'm taking. I'm if I'm rolling up in there, I'm taking a squad. Yeah. Listen, if Superman's an option, I'm Brock Lesnar. All right. (laughs) Can I bring Superman? Because with Superman's an option, I'm taking Mm -hmm. him. No, I'm bringing Wolverine. Forget all that. Oh, you know, whatever you do, he's gonna heal. I win. Like I don't care what anybody says. Let's go. uh, So, Victoria, question for you, more on like the mental side of things. Um, How would you say you handle failure compared to your success? Um, I think like I could take failure very hard sometimes because some like I just if I lose like a hard match, I can tell myself like you know I could have tried harder. You know, I'm I'm better than that. This and that. Um, I think I could take it harder than success. But, like, you know, I don't I don't think I take it in a hard way. I think it's just more of, like, I feel disappointed in myself. I don't – I'm not one of those people that throw my headgear or start crying and screaming <laughs> and stuff like that. I just – I don't like it. <clears throat> I think that, like, shows poor sportsmanship and, like, just, like, makes you look bad as a person. It's um, only as wild when you see that happen. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, oof, damn, I don't want to be them. But <laughs> – but no, I I think like, I mean, uh, with failure, like I've had a lot of. So wait, because you took you took second your junior year, right? Yeah. So, what was it like? Like, how did you feel with that? And how was it? How did it compare to when you took state the next year? So my junior year, I when I lost. I, I think I was just very, like, I think I was just really um, nervous. Like, I, I think I had too much adrenaline where I didn't wrestle as well. And then when I stepped out, I did cry, but it was it was more of just, like, a little, like, sad cry. But, um, like, I think in my head I was, like, I could have done better. I think I just got intimidated with the crowd and everything because was, there was a lot of freaking people. And... Um, 
and yeah and then like my senior year winning it like it just felt really great because I was like you know I think my senior year going into it I felt better about the crowd because I'm like I've been in this spot before this girl's never been in this spot and like I think it was just nice and I all I really wanted to do at that point was just go back home and sleep because it was 11 o'clock at night and I was like I'm so ready to get this over with and just you know and then I told myself like I'm gonna wrestle harder this year like I'm not gonna let anything intimidate me you know and like I could tell whenever sometimes I could tell whenever like I know I'll do good or bad because if my emotion or like my anxiety gets too much then I know like if, if it's too low or too high that's when I know like something's not gonna go wrong right but if it's like at that good like normal level where I have the butterflies in my stomach but I can like keep my cool then I know I can usually wrestle better that way well and Kyle to set the stage think the the state tournament is at ball arena so like think about like having a a, a match on on one mat in the in the middle of like Madison Square Garden got you yeah, like like that's that's the whole yeah, environment. It it's ba- it's the equip it's basically WrestleMania for high school. So like yeah, a lot yeah. of people, I mean, you know, I've seen it. A lot of people go out there and you know, they they are just different wrestlers than you would normally see. Like uh, you know, Dragon experienced a similar thing his junior his junior year actually. He went out there and wrestled Tyson, who we both know yeah. and, and but like wrestling watching dragon wrestle tyson he did not wrestle like how he normally would Mm -hmm. it was just and i could tell he was nervous but like also i'm in the stands next to like his dad and his brother the uh uh coach gable and coach martinez are on the mat (laughs) and you know as a as a coach i all like as a coach i always say like hey i can't wrestle for you i can tell you what to do and how to adjust but I can't wrestle for you. And like wrestling's tough because it's one of it's it's one of the best sports going because it is literally you versus another person, and you are either the better person that day or you are not. Um, and but also as a coach, you get invested in your wrestlers, and so you really want them to do well. Yeah. And it's tough when you know they're inside their own head and you can't really do anything to um kind of like curb that you just got to hope that they can fix yeah. it themselves and adjust well i mean i i can understand that from a from a martial arts standpoint of it right like i've been to tournaments i've done tournaments i've lost in where i should have won and then i've won first place and others so having having the eyes on you like that i can completely understand where that pressure comes in um especially when you put it on yourself right mm-hmm. so my question to you would be how much uh, going into every match, how much pressure do you put on yourself? So my um, now, like in college, I don't put any pressure on myself. I just kind of like, you know what? I'm a new person. Nobody knows who I am. Like they don't know. Like because back like wrestling in Colorado, like I pretty much knew everyone I'd be wrestling unless mm-hmm. it was someone completely new. And now that like I'm that new person in college, like I don't I don't know anybody. They don't know me. So like I think it's kinda it's kinda nice in a way where it's like, you know, like I don't have these expect like I think a lot of my pressure came from other expectations of other people. Mm-hmm. Like I think 
I did put some pressure on myself, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm in college. Like, this has been like a big thing I wanted to do. And now that I'm here, I'm not going to put any pressure on myself. Like, I will still want to do good, but I'm not going to stress myself out for, you know. I mean, I wouldn't say no reason, but, you know, like, I'd stress myself out. Unnecessarily. Yeah, unnecessarily. And, like, I think in college, it's a lot harder to just pick, like, stay with it. Like, even on our team, like, a couple of girls are have already quit. Like, they're done because oh, of the schedule of school, weights, yeah. wrestling practice, morning practice, all that. Like, it's a, it's a lot. So, I think, like, I think it's just I'm happy to just be there, you know, and yeah. get the opportunity to wrestle in college and do all that. Um, I think, yeah, in high school, I definitely – allowed a lot of people's expectations to get the better of me at least definitely my junior year my senior year I was like you know what I don't care I'm just gonna <laughs> do, do whatever thing. do my thing have fun and I think my my thing is just to have fun well right. and mind you at that like I, I'd say like the difference is like you know like that like you said like college is kind of a reset or restart because minus the coaches that recruited you doesn't no don't nobody know you usually mm-hmm. more often than not like in high school not only do you got the pressures of being like a a high schooler yeah. who, like while also being a student because you got to maintain your grades to stay eligible mm-hmm. and you know you gotta you're gonna have a social aspect because you gotta find a way to stay social and stuff but obviously you can't do a lot of stuff that your friends are going to be doing and being a a skilled uh athlete in your sport You've got so you've got all of those pressures, and so, and a lot of times they're colliding at different intervals mm-hmm. through your right. life. And so with that, how would you say you balanced all of that? Like, uh, balancing it. Uh, great answer. <laughs> the dog said it all for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, I just I. I only just allow my myself to think of, you know, me and like what's best for me and, yeah. Um, like I like I said, I just I used to I was a people pleaser, so I would just uh-huh. try to, you know, do what people thought I should be able to do. Like if my coach was like you could beat that girl, and then I lose, I think it'd make me look worse, like make me feel worse about myself. Like oh, if he thinks I should have beaten her, then like why didn't I? And right. I think it's more of like, I mean, I'm not going to go out there and be like, oh, I think I'm going to lose to that girl. But I think it's just more of a, I know it's going to be a hard match. I know, like, I'm going to have to really wrestle hard if I want to win. And, you know, I think, I think when people tell me, like, you should be able to beat this girl, you should keep up like this and that, like, and then I lose, I think it just puts a strain for me on my Mm -hmm. self-confidence. So, Mm -hmm. like, it has the opposite effect, kind of. Yeah. It's like getting the Super Bowl champion tattoo before your team's even right. made the playoffs. Right. Right. Yeah. Count, so Count your like, eggs before they hatch. Yeah. So, the I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I think, like, I've, I've realized that. So, I usually tell, like, my college coaches and even a little bit of my high school coaches, like, don't tell me if I should be able to beat this girl or whatever. Just tell me to, like, just to have fun. That's all right. my real well the thing is really for me, cause yeah. Okay, so like and and you know like, um, for you, what is 
what is uh what is life after wrestling look like for you like how far do you want to go with wrestling because i i mean we both know we both know like we both know sarah we're both friends with sarah uh sarah savage uh shout out to you sarah um <laughs> but um like do you want to get like could do kind of like a similar thing that she's doing or like is like wrestling done for you like after college do you want to coach like what's uh what's the life after look like for you so I think after college I'm done <laughs> like I'm done <laughs> just wrestling because I mean I've already had two surgeries and I was 15 I think that's like mm. a, and like I just I have issues like not issues but you know my knees hurt <laughs> sorry hurt. I first you said I have issues and I was like dang <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah. So my body is just kind of tapped out. Like, I don't think I'd do anything more. I would be open to coaching. I think that'd be really fun. But I think it's just more of like I also want to focus on like what I want to do with my life, like career wise and all that. So, what do you want to do career wise? I want to be an ultrasound tech. That's oh. awesome. My yeah. mom worked in. Uh, my mom was a radiology administrator for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I I I had to I sat there for those few days I was off of school like ooh technology <laughs> this is cool like oh yeah. look at the ultrasound look ooh look at the way everything the brain ma- yeah it's insane yeah, no. it's insane and working it's at a cool. hospital and just kind of hanging out with people you know, yeah well, not, not that I should have been doing that but um <laughs> but uh but conversing but then like I was always into technology and even the way certain things look. Mm-hmm. You know, is you when you do look and you look at ultrasounds or you look at x-rays or you look at um, CAT scans, you know, CT scans, things like that, the way the tech shows you the inside of the body, you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, listen, when you have kids, if you want kids, that ultrasound, you'll be like, ooh. That's what's about to come yeah. out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know that little thing. Mm-mm. No, and like with uh, being an ultrasound tech, you can always move up because I could get certified yeah. in like X-ray, CT scans, like mm-hmm. maybe radiation if I wanted to. And like, I think it'd be a good way and to make money too. I think they make good yeah. money as well. So I gotta keep up with my high maintenance lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, make sure you uh, go find the right the right hospital to work at for that. There yeah. you go. It's important. Get the, get the bag. So, wait, so um, uh, Victoria, for you, um, did uh, did being a a woman that wrestles did that ever make it tough for like you from like a like when it comes to like the dating life? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I haven't really paid attention to like boys like that. I do have a boyfriend, and we yeah, because y'all been with dating for like two years, right? Yeah, Aww. and he's in the navy, so I mean, but he also wrestled too. See, so he, tough, no, he's tough. It works. No, he, he did a uh, football and rugby. Oh, he's big. I thought I don't know why I thought he wrestled. My bad. No, yeah, he thought about wrong. it. He he thought about it, but then he was like, "Actually, I'm gonna do rugby and whatever." So, okay, Not bad. I think Kyle froze. I know. I think Kyle froze. It's okay. Hold up. Give me one second. I'm gonna pause this real quick. Give me one second. <laughs> uh, one second. Okay. Uh, we're currently resumed. Uh, we're waiting for Kyle to not be frozen, but <laughs> oh, wait, he's coming back. He's coming back. Um. Yeah. So let's see. 
Um, what's it? What's it like in college? Like, what's it's it? It's good. Is it, is it um, <laughs> it is definitely new. I'm not used to like um leaving. Like, I <laughs> my parents really asked me like where I'm going and this, and now I can like go and like whenever I want and go back into my dorm whatever time I want. <laughs> it's really nice. Oh, Victoria's out here living the nightlife. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I miss home a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't mind me asking, what college are you going to now? Uh, Hastings uh, College in Nebraska. Ooh, Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. What? Wait, what oh, city are you in? Accent over Omaha? There. No, it's just Hastings. It's a small little town. She said Hastings. Jeez. I didn't know Hastings College was in, like, I didn't know Hastings, <laughs> Nebraska was a real place. Go to sleep. Yeah. I've only been to Kearney, Nebraska. That's the only place I've ever been. It's okay. I've never been to Nebraska. So that's Kearney, hard. Kearney, Nebraska is the worst smelling thing I've ever the worst smelling thing I've ever seen in <laughs> it's the worst smelling town I've ever been to. And I've been there like four times and it smells awful every time. So you mm-hmm. so you haven't come to Manhattan yet? No. Oh well. But if, listen, there are there are. Two Wait till you places. get that New York smell, baby. No man, there are two places in this world that smell like absolute shit: Greeley, Kearney, Nebraska. I hate it. I know it's because there's cows there, but god dang, it's stanky, horrible. <laughs> uh, it's stanky sometimes. It depends. Um, outside of wrestling, in there is like, <laughs> right? How you how you cross the town limits? Just ooh, damn! <laughs> what is that? Just, your nose hair starts to burn off. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of wrestling, uh, what either other sports are you into, or what other hobbies are you into? Uh, so my junior year, I I did a uh, throwing. I did like the shot put and discus just for the That's fun cool. of it. I did it till senior year. And now I do crocheting. I crochet. <laughs> awesome. My mom crochets. That's I dope. made a whole big blanket, actually. That's awesome. I think mm-hmm. you want to put a stitch on it? Like she <laughs> <laughs> had these crocheting pot holders. I think that's what she was doing now. Hey man, cro- crocheting that. I can't speak. Crocheting is from what I've seen and from what I've heard of people when people are doing it, it's so soothing. And it is. especially once you once you get the hang of the the knitting and, and stitching it the right way, it's like you just granted. Yes, you're focused, but it gets to a point where, you know, like most things, the more you do it, the more you can kind of multitask yeah. while you, you do get it. That muscle memory. Right. Right. And you're just do, 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 she watches. Do, do. What is the show called? She watches Love Island while she does it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watch listen, South while I do it. Oh you watch South <laughs> Of course. She's the most wholesome person, so of course she watches the show that's not wholesome. I love it. <laughs> Wait, who's your favorite character? Oh, so, I love Kenny. And, and Butters. I love Butters. Butters is my favorite character. I love Butters. Show. He's so funny. He just oh, wants to sure. exist, and they just terrorize poor Butters all the time. I know, poor Butters. <laughs> No, the one where he starts the kissing company is my favorite. Oh my god! 
Nah, man. The one where they thought that he was a dog was the worst. Oh, no. Nah, the one where Paris Hilton, they dress him up as like a little bear and Paris Hilton tries to buy him. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. I remember. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, that's, uh, I love it. Crochet. That's cool. So wait, what are your what are you uh outside like uh outside of wrestling, what would you say like makes you you? Because like for me, when I stopped playing lacrosse, I went through like a bit of an identity crisis because you know, once I got diagnosed with epilepsy, I couldn't play anymore because any hard hits to the head and it's it's a bad time. I'll blow mm-hmm. up like Lightning McQueen. But uh for me, so for so long lacrosse be was not something that i did it was i had it mixed up in my head that that was me and that without that i was nothing and so i went through like a bit of an identity crisis so like yeah have you felt yourself feeling that way and like uh what have you done to kind of like take yourself out of that so I would feel like, so when I had surgery, I think I had that identity crisis because, like, I couldn't wrestle. I, I was stuck on the couch eating Raising Cane's all the time. So I think, like, um, I, think, I think that's why, like, I, I took up a, a bunch of, like, hobbies and sports just to make myself feel like I, you know, like, wrestling isn't just me. And, like, I, I've seen a lot of things where, like, you know, athletes come out and they're like, you know, wrestling isn't me. It isn't my whole life. It's just like a chapter of my life. I think wrestling has helped molded me into the person I am today, but I wouldn't say it is me. Um, And like, I don't know. I think it's just like, I know, like, like I have morals and like values. So I think knowing those help make me me. Um, Like I, I always try to be as nice and polite to everyone I can be um, and try to be as happy <laughs> as I can, pretty much. I think, yeah. you know, like you, you mentioned how I smile a lot. Like I, I thought I saw a video when I was young where it was like, you know, if you always smile, like you always li- uplift yourself and like mm-hmm. sometimes people around you. So I don't know. I just I guess I kind of just started doing that <laughs> all the time. But a smile. First off, great smile. But um a smile really can change somebody's day. And I think it's so, I think a lot of people find that to be a cliche, but it's the truth. Sometimes it takes one simple thing and you never know what somebody is going through. Sometimes something as simple as holding the door or like, once again, just smiling can really help because smiles really are infections. Like that's a, mm-hmm. that is a legitimate thing. And it, it's, it's in your mind where you know granted yes of course you can smile at somebody and they won't smile back or whatever the case may be and that's fine it's not you don't like nobody's forced right you can't Mm -hmm. force somebody to smile at you but when you do have a big smile and you do have that that infectious aura or that just that i guess you could just say that genuine that that just Mm -hmm. really true genuine happy smile you know, it can really just change somebody's day. So it's it's such a good thing that that you do smile a lot because life isn't easy and life is also too short. You well, know, and, so. and it did. It, I'm not even going to lie. Like as like like as, from like coaching, like, you know, there'd be days where I was like just a little agitated and like, you know, there could be wrestlers that we had that would only add to my agitation. And but like, you know. 
uh, a lot of times, you know, get like getting to see some of the people in that room that were happy uh-huh. would change how I would like approach things or how I would be feeling. Like, cause you know, Brittany smiles a lot. Victoria smiles a lot. Aaliyah's usually smiling. Austin's goofy and dorky, but like, you know, he's usually happy. So mm-hmm. like, but like a lot of times like that kind of like positivity, it's really hard to be angry or like annoyed when you have that kind of positivity. Mm-hmm. And you know, cause it's, 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 it's like Kyle said, it changes your, your whole perspective, your whole day. Um, so as we start to like um, wrap up here, uh, we're going to ask a couple final questions. Um, uh, but uh, Victoria, if you could offer any advice to any like women in sports, um, mm-hmm. what would it, what would it be? Um, I would just say to show up every day to show up to practice or you know, even school, like, I think just even, like, just showing up helps a lot with everything. Like, I could have quit so many times, but I think, like, just knowing, like, okay, I got practice. Like, I got to go. There's no way I can't just not go. I think just always showing up. Um, and at least for me, just having fun with it. Like, don't, don't like, pay attention to what other people say or think. Just, you know, pay attention to you and, you know, do what you think is fun and, you know, just find fun in it in itself. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, just always to show up and have fun. I love it. Kyle? Um, final question. What's your favorite color? It's blue. <laughs> As it should be. I knew the Damn answer right. to this. <laughs> uh, uh, color. Wait, hold on. What shade of blue? I like light blue. Oh, like that sky Carolina, North yeah, Carolina blue? Yeah, see, I do. That, she's my new friend. I love it. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, Victoria, where can the people find you at? On uh, my social media. The middle of nowhere. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> nowhere in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> she became Courage the Cowardly Dog. Really. <laughs> but uh, my Instagram is vganard, G U I. N A R D, Victor, just veganard. That's it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Kyle, where can the people find you at? Hey, it's at Mr. Marvel87, both, well, not both, but on X, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I am Dre. You know, you can find me on Instagram, DreConnor48. You can also find this podcast on Instagram, <laughs> underscore aim high podcast. Yes, you know, also, I would greatly appreciate if you guys would support the other podcasts on the network. That is Susio Boys, yeah. Susio Sports, yeah. A Different Angle, yeah. Four Corners of Commentary, yeah. The Dre Lax Podcast, yeah. Shogun Soccer Sit yeah. Down, uh, CDB Podcast. Yeah. I'm Dre. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Victoria. Mm-hmm. We are getting up out of here. Always remember, it takes 10 seconds to be a decent person. Life is short. Don't fill up on bread. We out.